Hey guys, welcome again to Locker Room BO. This is Oscar. This is B. We got B back finally after a week of being sick. Yep, the flu is a bitch. <laughs> we missed you, man. Definitely uh, got a lot of different responses asking where you were at, but uh, luckily we we established where you were at last week and being sick and whatnot. Definitely, definitely appreciate um, that. Definitely glad to have you back, man. For sure. Um, so guys, today, uh, we. We have a good good episode today. Uh, we went on Twitter and we set out a couple topics and the public has spoken. Yes, we sir. will be talking about relationships. But for some reason, relationships just seems to be... Too generic. Yeah, a little too vague. So we've decided that we're going to dig into something that's familiar to us. Yep. Something that's within our backyard. Yep. And uh, we're going to be talking about interracial relationships. Yes, sir. Um... I think it's funny how our situation is actually backwards. You're, yep. I'm, I'm dating black a black guy. woman and you're yep. dating a Hispanic w- yep. woman. Yep. Um, so I guess we can definitely have both aspects. For and sure. actually, you know what? We might have had different experiences on it. Okay. Um, so, interracial relationships. Yes, sir. Um, I, think, I think they're fun in the sense of like trying to, to interact with they're different cultures it's a big thing man um i know for sure for mine there is a a little bit of concern because my my family is old school mexican okay um you know so dating outside of race is kind of like not seen as taboo but it's definitely more yeah it's not common for sure um so there were some kind of hesitation in in trying to accept my wife and stuff like that um, into the family and whatnot. For sure, um, I can relate. <laughs> you know, it's. I think it just goes without saying. It's just. It's the stereotypes that play into into the relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, for some aspects, for because, yeah. Um, we've had this conversation. My my mom, in particular, black mom, she. Uh, it's not by stereotype per se. It's more about a preference and what she views that her son should be dating or daughter. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's a little different when it comes to my side, but we'll get to that. No doubt. We'll no get doubt. to that. We'll get to um, that. So like I was mentioning, you know, yeah. it was it was it was kind of a a weird transition. I mean, first of all, I never really even brought girls around to my family. Yep. You know, um, for the simple fact that I just I never really felt the need to do so. Was Tati your first that you brought her up? No, she wasn't my first. Okay. Um, but there was a big gap. Okay. Between who I brought around, so I, I first had a, a girlfriend, um, which, um, <laughs> her name was Eunice. Eunice. Um, no doubt. She was Hispanic. Okay. Um, so I brought her around when I was around sixteen, seventeen years old. Do you really consider that? I mean, she was my girlfriend. I, I mean, I don't think it. I don't think there's there should be a a preference in, in how serious we were. Okay. To that's how I was basing it off. Of yeah, no, high I, don't, school. I don't think there should be fair for that. Okay. Uh, but again, that's also a factor of why I never brought anybody else around. Got it. You know, after her, I mean, from sixteen to twenty two, I didn't have a girlfriend, and it was by choice. Okay. You know, I would have much rather be out there and be a thought. Got it. You know, a man whore. Or, you know, um, a player. Okay. You know what I mean? No doubt. Players curse. <laughs> then, then to settle down and, and not have any more options, you know? Got it. Um, 
But so when I brought my wife around, Toddy, like I said, it was just a little more hesitation. Like um, obviously the big factor, language barrier. Definitely. Um, that was hard to, to kind of get through it. But my wife was very open-minded about it. And on top of that, she's not full black. She's uh, exactly. She's I was gonna get to that. Hispanic. I was gonna ask you, like, you should you should break that down first. Yeah, no, she's not full black. She's part Hispanic. Um, she doesn't really know Spanish though. Um, parents didn't really teach her anything, uh, so she understands some words and stuff like that. But she can't really carry on a conversation. She's half black, right? Dad, yeah, she, dad's well, full black. She's like, yeah, she's like half black, and then it's like a quarter mm-hmm. Mexican, then a quarter white. Okay. I'm only saying that because it's like her dad's also Puerto Rican, so it, it kind of carries. Oh, into really? That. I didn't know that. Yeah, her dad's like Puerto Rican slash black. Oh wow! Um, I didn't know that. So then she takes a black Puerto Rican side from him too. So like okay. I feel like that makes a whole man. So it makes it the half the of, of the of fourth of what she is. <laughs> um, you got all the best worlds. That was, uh, by the way, that was like a bunch of whole confusing math. Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know she tried, and then eventually everybody warmed up to her. Um, and got like that. I um I had a little bit more of a different reception, um, going into her family and okay. specifically her. Well, no, no, no. I don't even want to say specifically. It, I think it was on both ends. Even though her mom is Hispanic, um, I feel the. I don't know how to. No, I mean it's you know she's more adopted like the. I guess the black culture, really, and how she, she carries herself. She embraces the black culture. Yeah. More. Yeah, like, you know, so she has that, that swag, okay. you know, with, within her, the way she carries herself, her yeah. tone, her, her voice and stuff like that. Um, Which is why we can we can break this down as an interracial podcast, or this, this episode as interracial, because she does embrace that black culture. Yeah, no, no, okay. for sure. Um, so, even on her mom's end, um, I, I got a war reception. You yeah, know, being okay. introduced to her that side of the family, um, but I I I did feel like there was a preference in what she would have liked her daughter to date. Got it. Um, Fair enough. Which I think should would have been a black guy, but my wife says swears up and down that she's not really into black guys, um, even though she loves Drake. But Drake I guess am, he's, I, he's, I guess a, he's, Canadian, he's ambiguous. <laughs> He's ambiguous. He's Canadian, so I guess you know he doesn't count as being black. Yeah. Um, but on her dad's side, yeah, like that was, that was mainly where like most of the black family came from. Okay. Um, I, I remember the first time that I walked in there, it, her cousin had just gone out of jail, mm. um, and I walk in the room <laughs> or the living room and. Everybody says hi. Like the first time I'm meeting everybody, and the first thing his her, uh, her cousin says is, uh, "So let me ask y'all, who do you think jumps more, Hispanics or blacks?" And I don't think prior to me walking into that room, that was even near a conversation to have to begin with. What was his reasoning? Or I don't even understand the joke. I don't think it was a joke. I think he was like trying to insinuate that it's like you're Hispanic, we're black. Like if some shit went oh, down. Oh, jump, jump. Yeah, like jump, okay. like fight. I totally took that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It was yeah. more like like a fighting thing. Um, I feel like everybody in the room kind of understood what he was trying okay. to say. 
because everybody was just kind of like all oh, black people for sure. They're like, we, we, we black people, we can't fight one on one. You know, that's just not how we do. But I, you know, I see my own people, and like we on the same, we on the same boat. No doubt. You know, we really don't ever just start out. This is a sidebar. I took that jump way out of context. What do you think it was like? Like jumping hurdles, jumping fences. You know what I'm saying? Hispanic. Oh, I took that way out of context. You know what I'm saying? But well, I mean, it, even if it was that case, yeah, we still probably win that battle. <laughs> no you know what I mean? Especially now with Donald Trump trying to build no his doubt, wall. Man, we digging or we jumping or you know, we get a lot. We gonna find a way. No doubt. Know? Um. I will tell you this, so man, that was the first time I got introduced to soul food. Okay. And no doubt. man, I'm a believer, man. Changed your life. That thing it changed my life for sure. Uh, but after that, honestly, that was like the only, the only, I guess you consider hardship that I had. Only semi conflict. Right. It wasn't direct. It was more of like a subliminal type of. Right. Yeah, and it was just by one person. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And after that, like I've, you know, everybody's been so welcoming and and cool and cool and. You know, every every family party that I just I've, I haven't had the opportunity to attend. Yeah. You know, they're always asking for me, or they send me plates of food. You know, because they, hey. they know your boy can That's put it down. That's how black people are for sure. No doubt. You know what I'm saying. Um, and then I think same too. Like, uh, Tati has definitely res- has that same reciprocation from my family as well. That's cool. Um, you know, asking where she's at, telling her food, and you know, she's been put on game with like the best of the best Mexican no food. Doubt. You know what I mean? As a as have I? Okay. You know? Per se. So, what have you been put on? What have been? What have you been put on? Uh, I think the biggest thing, and it was actually from my girl. It wasn't even from her family. It was the aguachiles. Aguachiles. You know what I'm saying? I, I've that's, heard that's they're fire, age. but you know your boy don't do seafood. No doubt, no doubt. But for me, I'm a big seafood guy. And okay. When she put me on, I was I was something different. That okay. I, I really enjoyed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was a whole flavor bomb in the mouth, and I, and I, I was very appreciative of it. No doubt. Know? Way different than soul food that I got to deal with, with the fam. You know what I'm saying? I'm very appreciative of as well, but Mexican food is a, is a different different wave. <sighs> different wave, man, that I love. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? See, I feel like like soul food is like a delicacy for me. It's a delicacy. You don't get it very often. Yeah, I don't get it very often. Okay. Because we, we don't see her, her, her dad's side of the family very often. Okay. And, and just in general, I think Mexican food or just Hispanic food in general is more prevalent and more easy to come by, if that makes sense. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Soul food, you got to really go to a, uh, they're not always, always going to be the best, but you got to like go to a certain location and yeah. and try to get it. They're not everywhere, you know? No, so, no, no. I, I completely agree. So I can see what you, what you mean, a delicacy. I can understand. I mean, because I can from. tell you this, like, not everybody can get down on the mac and cheese. No doubt, man. That's it. Not everybody can get down. I would tell you this, my sister-in-law, she gets okay. pretty down. That's, that's right, a part you know, of mom, moms. I have to bring some last, you know, no Thanksgiving. Doubt. Everybody killed your mom's so, stuff too. You know. All that, all that shit was gone, all of it. Um, but how was your experience uh, getting introduced to to Kay's family? Kay's lady, by the way. Sorry, kind of filling people in on that. Yeah, Karen. Um, that's my boo. Code name K. Code name K. No doubt. <laughs> um, uh, and then you know, vice versa. No doubt. So with with Kay. Um, my first interaction with her family, hmm, I want to say it was, I had two different scenarios. One was when I met her, her pops and the other one was when I uh, met her mom. Um, both were very in and out, very quick. Oh, okay. So you never actually got the, I didn't really link with them at, at the very first meeting, you know? 
Um, the first time was when I met her. Her pops, huge language barrier. They don't speak very much English. Okay. So I just came up respectful, you know, little, little, uh, little um, language. Hola, como estas? Yes, yeah, <laughs> simple. You know what I'm saying? It was. It was. It, I don't think I put the como estas in there. It was just hola. You know, hi, how you doing? And then um, it was actually for a uh, a festival that Beaumont has. Was it a cherry festival? Yeah, cherry festival. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm into that. it's pretty fun. Um, and her house, her old house, is right by the park where the festival was held. Oh, okay. So we just I I parked at her house and then we just walked there. But obviously, you know, family was outside chilling, or actually, pops was outside chilling. Okay. And um. You know, I was like, dang, I, I, I can't be that guy that's going to go get the girl and then walk out. And I, I'm just not the type of person. So, I, you know, me being a man, I'm, I'm going to go up to him and give him respect. I didn't know. I don't think we had the conversation, me and Kay, of how much he spoke English or not. Okay. So, like I said, I went up to him. Hola. I said hi and everything. And then um, that was about it. We shook my hand and then I walked away. The next occasion was... Um, it was probably not the best way of meeting her mom, but I went to, we all, as a group of friends, um, we were going out to, to the club, and I was had to go pick up my girl, and um, her family actually came down from Mexico, and uh, they were all outside waiting for us before we left, and um, I went up to her mom, and same thing, doesn't really speak English that well, and uh, just gave her the respect. Her aunt was, she's a, she's a very, uh, very, um, how can I explain? very touchy-feely type of person. Okay. Yeah, she, she, she was all open and open arms. She didn't speak very much English, but she gave me, you know, gave me a hug and everything. Right. Because Kay had been talking about me. Now I went up to her mom's and she was very shy. You know, oh, she wasn't okay. that type of person, um, which is okay. You know, it's my first yeah. time meeting her. I'm not going to expect her to be lovey-dovey off the rip, you know. So, um. That was basically it too. It just very in and out type of situation. Um, the next time I really got to, the times that I I would be around her family, it was not like all of her family because a lot of her family either lives in different states or um, in Mexico. Okay. okay. So it was when I went over to her house. It was only you know her immediate family: mom, dad, brothers. And that was about it. Okay. So that was, for the most part, all of my interactions with her family. Yeah. Um, they would have friend-styled parties, or fr- uh, family friends that they would go and, and um, do parties with that I would join. But this was later on in our relationship um, that I would go to those type of parties. Yeah. But in the beginning, it was more just getting to know her, her mom and dad. Yeah, it takes her. time to be yeah. taken to those parties type stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like like how you were, I, I didn't really I didn't really get to meet the whole fam off off the rip. It yeah. was it was just more immediate family, and that that was it. Um, and then when it came to my family, well, I kind of differ from you. When and that's this is why I asked you, like, did you take the the girlfriend at sixteen serious in terms of bringing her to mom's? Right. Because I in in well, like I think at the school, time, like I did, like you know. Okay, was, for sure, you do. I I don't bet. No, I, I can't really judge that. You probably were all into her, and you know. No, no, I mean, I mean, up to this day, I still feel like she was like the, the first love. Okay, for sure, no you doubt. Know what I mean, like, no, the, I get it. I the, get it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but my mentality growing up, man, is was definitely if I'm gonna bring 
a girl around my mom yeah. or just family in general is going to be a woman that I consider or I can see my future um, with and me marrying her one day. I don't want to just be bringing around random girls to my family and right. you know being being type of be a type of son or, or nephew. Yeah, I you mean you were saying? just on that sit mentality. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's cool. So um a little bitchy bit, whatever. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Uh so my Kay had gotten to know my cousins on my dad's side very well. They, um they're about our age, so it was very easy for them to connect. Okay. Um but she hadn't obviously hadn't met my parents or anything. And my aunt, who she she did know, was having a birthday party at a uh, uh, restaurant slash bar. Okay. Um, and she invited us out for her birthday. I was like, cool. Like, it's just going to be my cousins and her. And that's cool. Like, you know, I don't mind bringing care around. This was probably, I want to say, like, maybe six, five or six months into our relationship. Okay. So, um... Yeah, it, it actually took a while for her to be around my family, which is kind of weird. But I mean, it's not that weird if that's kind of what you what you wanted. You know, it was you like a dating. To... We dated, yeah. and you know, we did our thing. We got to know each other first, obviously. Yeah. And then, you know, we did all the extra stuff after. But I, I feel like I did meet her family faster than how she met my family. I think it was more like circ- circumstantial. Circumstantial, for sure. You know. Yeah. That, yeah. Because we didn't plan it at all. Even what I'm going to explain is at that party, ended up being my parents being there. And then, like, a lot of my family on my dad's side yeah. being there. And I was like, what the heck? I w- actually, I went into the, uh, because where they were sitting was, like, in the back of the, the restaurant. And I went and I saw my dad. He's a bigger <laughs> dude. You know what I'm saying? It was easy to spot. So I walked in and saw my dad. I was like, oh, shit. And so I fucking ran out. And Kay was right behind me. So I, I pulled her and ran out to the, front of the, to the front of the bar. And I'm like, damn, like, my parents are here. And I'm like, fuck, Damn. we need to get, get the fuck out of here. But the crazy thing is when I saw my dad, I didn't realize it, but he saw me as well. So as soon as he saw me, I think he had a clue that I was bringing her. Yeah. And so he ran after me. I'm like, this motherfucker, man. And so he came up to her being, you know, the, the OG he is, being the cool, you know what I'm saying? Real nice dude. Came up to her, you know, said um, hello and um, got to know her for a little bit. Well, I and feel then, like, like, for the guy to bring yeah. a girl home, it's not so much for the dad. Like, you know, I'm sure your yeah, dad yeah. will eventually give you props. Like, yeah, hey, for son, sure. You know, you're doing good. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It's, it's the mom, It's right? the mom. Yeah. It, 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 it was a mom thing that really scared me. Like I said, I, I I wanted to plan it out. I wanted it to be maybe a dinner or or something real simple so she can get to know my parents yeah. first. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't want it in a club bar type of <laughs> environment. Um, so... Yeah, he ran after us. You know, he said hi to Karen. Um, and then he's like, where are you going? Like, you going to come with the family? And I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dad, I'm, I'm going to go in. And so we, we <laughs> walked in. Yeah, dude, I was like, I was really trying to get the fuck out of there. Like, TBA, I was trying to get the fuck out of there. But, you know, that caught me in. So we walked back inside uh, where all the family was. And it was... My cousins were there, so they greeted her. You know, yeah. they said what's up, um, but it was kind of crickets for everybody else because they're like, "Who is this girl that Brandon?" Right, Brandon? and she's Hispanic. I didn't. They didn't say anything like that, but I can feel the vibe. So, do you feel like they would also have like that preference towards you? No, but it was maybe they just assumed that I was gonna be with the black girl. Yeah. Or, but I know for my mom it was okay. for sure. It definitely was a preference yeah, yeah. for my mom. 
But I feel like my family just viewed me as a guy who's going to date date a black girl. Yeah. Which is not far-fetched, you know? I have nothing against black girls. I love black girls. But I've always been a, in love with Hispanic girls. Right, yeah. You know? Um, so I brought her in, and um, it was, was kind of cricket, crickets, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, after my, my cousins had greeted her, we sat down. Um, and we ended up sitting across from my mom. Ooh. And so, you know, I, I was there introduced her. Like, mom, yeah, this is the girl that I've been talking to, you know, on the phone and and um, you know, texting. And she she was always asking me, like, like who's the girl you're talking to? Because I was always on my phone with somebody, you know? Yeah. So she put two and two together. And so, yeah, like, yeah, this mom, this is the girl. Um, so introducing and everything. And that was it. Like, they we, we sat at the table for, I want to say, a good 30 to 40 minutes my mom had like no interaction with karen damn and so i was i was kind of bummed about it for yeah. sure i was really bummed about it and um you know i let it be you know what i'm saying i like i i i came to me that you know it probably wasn't the, the best place to to meet yeah, parents and everything especially in a family scenario yeah like, you know yeah. what i'm saying so i was like all right you know it's all good um but after we had the little dinner or whatever yeah we like I said the the restaurant bar um, it turned into a club environment yeah um and so we ended up kind of dancing and the rest of the night and drinking and having a good time okay my mom wasn't really interacting with her in that environment as well but you know it was like it was more lighthearted you know right, we were yeah. all laughing you know having a good time and then that was it um, I was a restaurant family. Like after like the whole restaurant turned like the club area. What do you mean? Like did they start interacting with Kay or um, kind of like yeah, like my cousins were, uh, like my one aunt who it was her birthday, they were, but outside of that it was it really wasn't. My dad was was being was being more communicative, in, okay, in, 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 in a sense, but outside of that it was it was really nothing. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but like I said, I I my view going into that situation was that. It was just gonna be my cousins who she knew, yeah, and my aunt who she knew. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I put it in my head that you know everything was gonna be cool, night was gonna be fine. Yeah. You know, this is a family she knows, she gets along with. We're gonna be good. And that was you think be it might have just been awkward too for your like your parents to like sort of know that other people have met them before they did. I didn't think it was that big of a deal because, like I said, it's my cousins who are my age, and they we go out we we were, we were going out to the club a lot, yeah, and you know doing young people shit. So it was bound for us to, for them to meet her first, in a sense, yeah. You know, if, if I'm gonna always be going on and doing certain stuff that they would be doing as yeah. well. I mean, so, you might just never know because it might just be one of those things where like he's never brought a girl home and everybody has met her but us. Yeah, maybe I I never even thought about it that way, but you you might you might be on to something. My dad didn't have that type of vibe though. It was only my mom in that situation. Like I said, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, like the dad. Like, I don't yeah. think that's really important. It's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Yo, son, you doing good? You know what I'm saying? He'll dab me up. Yeah, oh, I like that. You girl looking good. You know what I'm saying? So, but other than that, it was. It was, it was crickets. See, before I started dating Toddy, yeah, um, like I mean, <laughs> we would hook up, you know, whatever. Okay. But for sure, um, I went to her house, okay, or her mom's house, 
and it, I, it was just weird for me like to to even have that um i apologize if you hear the corn man outside um he just it's lit out here he wild he <laughs> lit <laughs> um like she had to just go home from work and like you know it's one of those parents that comes home like late like okay. seven something yeah. you know and Fair enough. i know i remember like I mean, she's not my parent, but, you know, my sister coming home late, that late, you know, last thing she wants is, like, you know, a bunch of people at her house. No doubt. Or just somebody that's not really supposed to be there type no of doubt. situation. Uh, who, does, who she doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't know. Um, but, um, I, th- you know, you know what? She was actually nice to me because I was there, like, two nights prior to that. And uh, Toddy had asked me to help her build uh, her brother's uh basketball cage the one that, you know the big one that goes outside okay yeah yeah um i don't know they couldn't figure it out or they didn't know how to put it together or whatever the case may be so i had put it together for them not a big deal um and then two nights after she, that's when she came home okay and then she's like oh so you're the guy that put this stuff together thank you so much no doubt, you know, yada, no doubt. Yada. she's like excuse me i'm just tired i'm gonna go upstairs whatever so this is her mom yeah, this was Toddy's mom. Toddy's mom, got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you know, over time I started coming over more. You know, at that point I th- we were already like officially dating. Yeah. Um. So I got to know her mom more a little bit better. But her meeting her dad was actually something planned. Got it. Okay. Um, Fair enough. And my father-in-law is not what I expected. Okay. When you know, like, when they were telling me, "Oh, we're gonna meet him for dinner. He wants to meet you or whatever." Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know, whatever, no big deal. Yeah. Um, I show up to to the restaurant. We went to TGI Fridays, and uh, here comes this big, fucking homie got a prison body. Let me just give you guys a visual. Toddy's dad got a prison like, body, <laughs> like the Rock, but no like he was black. Exactly. You know, um, and he's like all swooped out. Yep. And I'm thinking like, oh my gosh. You in for one. Like, I was hoping, okay, I hope this would don't sit at this table. No doubt. And the first thing he says, he's like, hey, what's up, baby? Talking to, to Toddy. No I was doubt. Like, Fuck, dude. <laughs> like, I'm thinking the same thing. Um, And, you know, he shook my hand, stirred, you know, yep. and tried to act like this shit didn't hurt. Yep. You know, but it hurt. You got them, 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 the meat hooks. Yeah. The big old hands. Um, But as, as, you know, the, the time kept progressing. Uh, he started to be a little more more cool, and yeah. and the awkward thing about it was, um. So just a quick story, like uh, my mother in law and my father in law are separated. Yeah. Um, but he was like, it was like the first time he seen her, and he was like flirting like motherfucker man, like he was like putting the moves on and. It stopped being about us. No it's doubt. more being about them. Yeah, so yeah. it kind of helped the meeting out a little bit no better. Um, but it's so funny because um, the dad's like, you know, uh, he basically was just like, make sure y'all, y'all don't be having sex. He said, I don't want to have a kid. And like, Damn. you know, she, he said that and I'm thinking in my head like. Too late. Like, bro, like, <laughs> it's, it's way too late. No doubt. Um, and then two months later, we ended up finding out we're having a baby. Um, but (laughs) 
Homie jinxed y'all, man. I think he I, did. I never knew that story. I, th- I think he did. The homie jinxed y'all. Um, but I think just the fear that I had of my father-in-law letting him know, like, hey, uh, <laughs> your daughter's pregnant. Yeah. Was not fun for me. But I was actually surprised by his, uh, by the way he acted about it. He was, like, welcoming. He was He's happy positive. because my daughter's actually his first actual um, kid. Grand grandkid. Oh, got it. Okay, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, no. He, Toddy's not the first. She's his first daughter. Oh, okay. But for sure. Not the first kid. But it was the first grandkid. Yeah. Got it. First grandkid. So he was more excited about that than anything. So I think he overlooked everything else. Got it. So that was pretty cool. Um. But I think yeah, like I said, that was that was pretty much it as far as. Me having any interactions with family out out the gate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, every, like I don't know. I, I think it was more harder on Toddy than it was for me. My family took longer to to warm up than anything, sure. um, and to fully accept it. And I think I think what helped her out was the fact that regardless of language barrier, she was there helping. Yeah. Um, you know, and and doing whatever she could to to be you know, part of the family or whatever. For sure. Um, and on top of that, you know, learn, try to learn the language. And definitely, definitely. And just interacting with them on a consistent basis is, is kind of what helped out. It's that consistency. Yeah. You know, I think, yeah, I think that's, that's exactly what, what helped her out. For me, man, I, I've had, um, or not had, but it been around, I heard situations where Hispanic families, Mexican or whatever, they're they're not so, um, like you said, they have a preference. They don't, they have a negative view of black people or black guys. Well, it's all the stereotypes. Yeah, the stereotypes like you talked about. So, and I think it's just black people in general. I don't think it's just specific to gender. Okay. You know, it's for sure. Just black people in general. Okay, fair. So, those are my thoughts and, um, it was refreshing to have, you know, Karen's family not be that way per se. Right. They didn't, they didn't judge me or maybe she talked me up enough to where they looked at me as, you know, someone that, you know, maybe they, maybe if they had a stereotype. I wasn't that stereotype. I didn't fit okay. into that, that yeah. mold. So, but come to find out they, they, they really didn't care just as long as, you know, I treated their little girl right. Yeah. I think that's all they cared about, which it was super refreshing. And I, I was super appreciative because I know that's not always the case for a lot of black guys or black women. Going I think into just anything aesthetic. in general is not, it's not always the case. Yeah. Um, so my grandma was the one that had the most trouble. Had the most trouble with it. For like sure. Getting, getting used to it. And yeah. especially, you know, after my daughter was born, all the family parties and obviously Toddy's uh, dad side coming over and. You yeah. know, having a whole bunch of black people we've never had over. For sure. Um, and I think that was the, the thing that kind of, like, made it hard for her. Because I really don't think she started accepting Toddy until, like, maybe, like, a year into it. Okay. Or actually after my daughter was born. I think that's when she started to to really have some kind of uh, affection towards her. Maybe not, not what I would have liked, but I think it was... Uh, it was something. It was into the right direction, yeah. for sure. Um. But 
I think it's just I think it's just the older generation and okay and everything. Fair enough. Um, and then two, honestly, I, I I don't know why we have or we like to live by those stereotypes because as I'm just gonna speak for for Hispanics and 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 blacks. Yeah, is that we're not that different and i don't want to be this whole like oh we're people and you know stuff yeah. like that but just the culturally similar, the similar culture yeah. culture we have and then the the virtues that we try to instill within our kids and it, it might might be done in a different way but it's the same yeah. concept yeah no for you know? sure um and you know every both ethnicities are about family yep Big time, you know, and it's like being there for for one another and stuff like that. And I wish, you know, it could just be seen. Um, they could they can see it as that. Yeah, they can see that. But be, see, even then, even with the, with this negative stereotypes, like yeah. you know, they always thought that um, Toddy was just, you know, obviously when somebody pissed her off, she'd get loud and obnoxious, mm, and you know, okay. start, you know. The typical mad black woman situation okay. but Fair that's enough. actually helped my family out a lot because we we weren't those type of people you know we kind of were if something did happen to us that maybe we didn't agree with we kind of were like okay well there's nothing we can do you know toddy came into the picture and you know her her demeanor and the way she is she's like no fuck that you know, defend like, we're, we're gonna we're gonna fix it and yeah, yeah she definitely stepped in and she definitely fought a lot of battles for my family you know and i wish um i wish she could be more recognized for that for sure you know because i mean she definitely has done a lot for the family um but now my family is like that okay you know they don't take shit no more no doubt you know they're about it you know they've learned something and I yeah, think yeah that's yeah. very important that not only you're accepting but you're also willing to learn something else definitely you know from from somebody else's culture and it's just being understanding of, yeah, I can speak for my own family. We are loud. You know, we are. But it, it comes from a good place for the most part. It, it, it's it's more of an emotional thing in right. terms of why we're getting loud. We just handle it differently. <laughs> but it's coming from a good place. It, right. It's coming from a family defending place in your situation. You know, it might be looked at in a in a negative way, but... Right, because that's you how know. society dictates. That's how society dictates it and sees it, and that's how it's shown. Yeah, you know, but it's all good intentions. You know what I'm saying? It just that's just how we express ourselves, um, and so it's cool that you guys embraced that and and kind of took ownership of you know. Like, right. I'm not taking. Well, see, shit. I don't even think this is something that my family's even like acknowledged yet. Yeah, you know, but I see it. But you see it because this is what they were kind of complaining about at some point during in our relationship like you know why does she have to be all extra and and you know handle situations like that like you know that's not how we are and so yeah, like that. Yeah, but yeah. it's like okay you're right that's not how we are but look at everything she's accomplished by being that way and look at everything that we've been held back from you know and Fair now enough. moving forward into the situation with my mom you know we're more vocal and we're like no this needs to get done now yeah and, i mean I don't want to say we we take on like the mad black woman attitude aspect of it, but we definitely take that that firmness. Yeah, you know, and and the whole like no, this shit needs to get fixed. Like and that's all right it now. is. That's yeah. all it is. Um, this is just rubbing off on y'all. Yeah, know? no, and and I mean same thing with her. You know, she's uh she's rubbing off on kind of almost being like uh 
I guess the calm, you know. Okay. Fight, you know, make sure you pick your battles. Yeah. Type of situation. Um. And, and that I don't think that has anything to do with any ethnic uh, relation to necessary, but um, just coming from that's kind of the people that we were. You know, we picked our battles a lot. Right now, that's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I get like, you. Because I don't want that. that's not ethnic related, but it's just the fact that from your family, that's just kind of how you guys have. Yeah, that's just how we were. Fair enough. Um, and then too, uh, for my grandma, okay. um. She's kind of had like a double whammy because my my aunt's firstborn, uh, my cousin, does she? Okay. She's also dating a black guy. Got it. Um, and this has hit her a little bit more close to home because she kind of raised her. And she lives with her, right? And she lives with yeah. her. So having having this dude over um, has kind of put a little bit of like some... Some hurt in her. Hurt? Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I've never dealt with a guy. You know? Okay. I've heard make stories about yeah, him. Yeah, You know? Um, overall, I think he's a good kid. Yeah, yeah, You know, he's got the his head on his shoulders or whatever. He's he's a, I think he's like a 4.0 student. At, you know? Man. Football guy. You know, whatever. Um, what did you ask for? I just don't think they're used to that type of energy. Okay. That he brings. Um, and, and I think that's why it's kind of a little, uh, maybe not hurtful is the right, the right word, but just, you know, it definitely should have opened her eyes a little bit more into it. I mean, now she's more accepting of it, obviously, cause it's like the, it's right in her face, can't, get right away from face, it. can't really get away from it and stuff like that. But, uh, it's definitely been interesting to see how she's been changing. For sure. Um, I, I think for... I'm, I'm going to speak for my family, but I want to say it's it's more of a all-black thing. But I'm going to speak for my family. Um, I don't think there is any preference, or not preference. There is no, uh, okay, for my situation, I'm dating a Mexican girl. My family is not going to look at her and, you know, go off those stereotypes. Or even if there was no stereotype, let's say there wasn't. Um, of Mexican people, they're gonna just look at the person. You know, what I'm saying, get to know the person, see how they are, and uh, not treat them different because of you know where they come from. But I'm only speaking for my family. You right. know, I don't know how other black families handle interracial couples, but for my family, they've been super respectful. But what I will say is, they do have preference. Right. They do have preference, and they're very strong in their preferences of who they want their children dating. And I think that's for everybody. I think that's the general basis of, uh, of, of, like, like your family had the negative stereotype against black people. I don't. I think the root behind it is they really want you know their Mexican daughter or Mexican son to be dating the same racism. You know. Yeah. I, I think that's like the general basis of their. Their you know anger maybe, the, I think the stereotypes come along with it. Right. But the general basis of why they may be bad is that they're not dating within their own, you know, within their own kind or within their own race, which kind of sucks. Yeah, it does suck. You know what I mean? Because honestly, I will tell you this. Yeah. Mixed babies are the cutest babies. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We gotta procreate. 
That's those are the best, man. That's what I'm trying to do. That's, that's my whole goal. No know? doubt. So, from like I said, my family, you know, they they just looked at the person and got to know the person. Yeah. I can't really, I can't really think um, of a scenario or maybe I just haven't heard it, but they they haven't judged. You know, my girl, because of maybe what they've heard about Mexican girls. Whatever ethnicity or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard anything. I just, I've seen the respect they've given her and and how they talk about her when I'm around them, you know? Yeah. Um, but like I said, my mom, she will not admit it. And I hope one day she hears this, but it's okay. If you have that preference, mother, you know what I'm saying? It's okay to have a preference. But what I would like for her to do is, is or for everybody, just to be understanding of, you know, what your son or daughter might like. It's just they might not, like you said, not might not like. I'm, I'm black. I might not like black girls, or I might, you know. Jab, I mean, if you don't like black girls, you're missing you're, out. You're kind of it's, it's kind of a weird thing. You're missing out. Yeah, you're missing out. I'm telling sure. you right now, if you if you don't like black I, girls, I'm, you're I'm, a, out. I'm a yeah. I'm going to silence myself because I might get, you know, in trouble for saying something like that. Look, to but, be honest, neither your wife or my wife support the podcast like okay, that. Okay, you so know, that's fair. That is fair, this. you know. <laughs> F them. So. Our, our friends barely support this. <laughs> Shots fired. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so my mom has a preference. She's told me this many times, which is why I have a hard time believing her when she says, oh, you know, I don't got a problem with Karen being Mexican. Like, yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And it's okay. But I, I, I want you to communicate with me on that preference. Talk to me. Be honest with me. You know? Well, well maybe it's not that she has a problem with her being Mexican. Or, she has a problem with her being Mexican that, that you're dating. Yes. yes. I feel like as a person, she has no problem with her. Yeah, no, no. So, um... Yeah, they, I, I I think majority of my family probably thought, you know, parents going to be with a black girl. Right. You know, and I kind of feel like I'm letting them down. In a sense. I mean, I'm even letting my mom down. But I'm just saying, wait till you give them grandbabies. You know, exactly. And it's, it's a game changer. Yeah, wait till all you that, give all that All that other BS goes out the window. I think once the kids come in and see the beautiful kid, you know what I'm saying, and what we created. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying that you're going to have ugly babies by having babies with the same race. No, facts. Facts. I'm just saying. Thanks for clearing that up, my boy. You know, yeah. They just come out cuter. I don't know. I, I they just they, they they come out cute. You they know, I think, I think it takes it takes the best traits from both worlds. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I know that one thing that I do get from Aubrey, it's like you know she took traits from both worlds. Yeah. But her hair is like, you know, she. I've heard she got like the tight curls like black people do, yeah, but it's yeah. not that texture. Yeah, she got the texture. She got the. You know what I mean? Smooth, soft. Yeah, Hispanic. she got the Hispanic texture, yeah, but yeah, she yeah. got like the love by people curls. You got exactly. Um, and people are, of all races are always like loving on her hair. Yeah, how curly it is. Beautiful. But again, it's like she's Beautiful. mixed. She's mixed. She got that. You know. And that's why. That's what I'm saying. So, um. Okay, so since we're on the topic of race, do you want to go there? I got one more question for you before okay. we get to that. Okay, go ahead. To extend this a little bit. Where did your love of black women come from? Oh, man. You going to make me put this on the air? Let's put it on the air, man. (sighs) Okay. Um. (laughs) Okay. So, I guess for those of you that know me. Yeah. um, 
I've enjoyed strip clubs. Fair enough. For a while. Okay. Haven't attended one. Okay. In some time now. Um, but I used to attend my local strip club in Rialto. Okay. Um, and I've I've always found black women attractive. Okay. Um, but I think it was just the the hormones in me. Okay. You know, it's just women. I see attributes. Okay. I don't. I don't really think I really. S- I had a, like a like a real preference. Okay. For women. Got it. Um. My love came after piping down a stripper. Wow. At the strip club. You're that guy. I was that guy. Okay. Um. Yeah, I get it. We were gonna say, oh my gosh, you paid for sex. <laughs> That's that's not how it. Out here prostituting, man. Yeah, Come no, on, man. that's kind of how it went down. That was kind of how it was negotiated. <laughs> um, but it was in that moment, okay, that it was just—I don't know—it was a whole different experience that I would have ever had. Got it. Um, I don't want to—I don't want to shoot anybody down, right? Yeah. Um. I just feel that in my experiences, the black women that I've been with have been more giving and have. In what way? Like sexual. Sexual way. Sexual way. Let me make make it clear. Let me make it clear. They've been more giving in that way. Okay. And they're just freakier to me. To you. In my experiences that I've had. Okay. Um, Like I said, I. I've had, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> I've had a good, a good taste of okay. women. Okay. B- good mix. A good mix. Got it. Yeah. It's, um, I guess you can say I've had a uh, Napolitan ice cream. Okay. With another flavor on the side. Got it. Okay. You've dipped. Yeah. Multiple. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I had, uh, had dipping dots. <laughs> dipping dots. <laughs> um, and, it was, it was just that one that was like, okay, this is, that's it. This is it. Like this is beyond, of what I want, and not just that, but I think, I've always, felt like I've clicked really well, with with just black people in general. Okay. Um. So the moment that I started getting older and, um, started feeling more confident in myself, I was, it was easier for me to pick up a black girl than it was to. To pick up on a Hispanic girl, um, it it was it wasn't like I was the best looking guy or whatever, no but it was just the swagger that I had no approaching them, the confidence that I yeah, had, yeah. and and not just that too, but even when I when I first started talking to black girls, like mixing races really wasn't a big thing. Okay, you know, like yeah, it was it was happening. It happened, but yeah. it wasn't like common. Okay, um, at that point, still even then, black guys weren't even like the thing how they are now. Okay. You know what I mean? Um so I think I was intriguing to the to some black girls. Okay. You know, it's like okay, I got this little Hispanic dude right no here doubt. talking to me. No doubt. He's cool, he knows what it is and no doubt. um I don't I don't remember exactly what with the what the slang terms were. Okay. But um the fact that I knew him and no I, I used them correctly and you know, in the situations right where we're talking about <laughs> and it was just like appealing to them. Got it. You know, and 
I think that's why it was just it was that that's where it came from, you okay. know, not that I was relatable, but like it was like a challenge because yeah, I mean, I just want to say like now, not now. I mean, now it might be a little different, but back then it was like black girls were really vocal on stuff. Okay. Like if you weren't if you weren't coming right at all, like you were shut down. No quick, doubt. And they let you have it. No doubt. I can agree on that. You know what for I mean? For sure. Hispanic girls were like, oh, no, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you're kind of like, oh, come on. But no, no. Black girls just like, nah, dude, get the fuck out of here. You know? Gave you gave you the business off the rip. Yeah. Let you know what it is. Yeah. And then, I mean, I even see that now. Like, still, like, I don't know what it is, but um, I've been given the eye a couple times, you know, by other black women now. Um. The eye in what way? Like, you know, they, they give you, like, the eye, like, oh, what's up? Like, you, you're kind of cute. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, no doubt. And, I mean, it feels, obviously, it feels good about it, but it's, yeah. like. Is it with you when, is it with your, um, with, when you're with Tati? I've had a couple, it, yeah. Okay. And, and Tati, like, she's, like, does she fucking know you? No doubt. You know, not, not, like, to, to cause problems, but, like, she said that a couple times, and. I mean, yeah. I don't know them, but it, it's just, I don't know. Maybe they see, again, another Hispanic dude with a black girl, and it's just like, okay, you know, he must be popping or something. I don't know. No doubt. Um, but, yeah, I mean. That's your That's, that's how it came out to be. Like like I said, I was I was already into black girls, but I wasn't like, that wasn't my preference preference. It wasn't official until you were able to fornicate yeah. with the. With the chocolate woman. Yeah, until oh like, to like, to I put it in. Like, it oh was God. like, okay. And I'm telling you, no, you know what the best part about it, too, was is the fact that she actually wasn't even like, like what, what black people would consider black. She was like light skin. She was a red ball. Oh, she's a red ball. Yeah, she was a red oh, ball. Wow. You know, so that, that was, that was like really icing on the cake to okay. make it seem like, okay, this oh is God. what it is. But okay. then see my second experience with another black girl. She was a black girl. She was chocolate. Yeah, she was chocolate. She was chocolate. You know, okay. and she definitely melted in my mouth. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? No <laughs> doubt. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. I mean, and honestly, part of that, I was into Asian girls. So I've never really even had a preference for my own race, to be honest. Fair and, enough. And, and trust me, Hispanic girls, not just Mexican or or Honduran or like that, uh, they're really beautiful. Like, you know, they're in super general, attractive. In general. They really do have everything... That I think I would find attractive was the curves, the smile, yeah. the hair, the skin. Uh, uh. But they just weren't my preference. Okay, fair enough. It's just not for me. I can't relate, but fair enough. When did you know, like, Hispanics was for you? I actually have a picture of when I was in preschool. And it wasn't, it wasn't then, but this is where, you know, there were signs. I was in preschool and I had a little, had a little Hispanic shorty, you know what I'm saying, taking pictures with her, and it's so weird um, that I had something like that, and now I'm like, you know, I, I'm in love with Hispanic women, but it, it wasn't as graphic as yours, you know what I'm saying? Per se, it was it was more of a a childhood crush okay. that just carried on into my life. Yeah, I am deeply, deeply. In love with Jennifer Lopez, you know what okay. I'm saying. I, I love that growing up. Always loved it since I was, since I, since I can remember. Right. You know, soon as like that that you know, feeling of you liking girls, yeah, came to fruition. Like that's when 
for sure. Like I, I Jennifer Lopez was that was that girl for me. And so, you know, watching Selena, you know what I'm saying? Seeing her <coughs> and she and she was um an artist, also an actor actress, but she was a, a artist who dove into or she embraced black culture in the sense that she had like you know, black guys rapping her songs and stuff, like Ja Rule. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she was in my life in that space as well. Yeah. You know, in terms of, you know, rap and R and B. She was in that vibe. Yeah. So she was all around my, my uh childhood in that situation. It wasn't just like watching her a movie and, you know, oh yeah, I love J Lo. But it was like just all around, like music, everything. So yeah. I love J Lo. And that just carried on you know all throughout high school and i you know i i lived in la all up until i was eight and then i moved to beaumont totally different demographic in terms of women oh for sure you, you know really what i'm saying your hispanic canful i i i came here to to beaumont <coughs> um to the inland empire in general and it's a lot more hispanic women yeah you know so that just it just carried on, like yeah. all through all through my adolescence, I just saw Hispanic women, and so nothing really broke me of, oh, I had nothing against black women, nothing at all. Like if there was a pretty little, you know, little light skin, a little chocolate, yeah, it was it was cool. I was I was with it, <clears throat> but it was always Hispanics for me for some reason. I, I like you said, like they got they got everything. I feel like a, a dude need. They got the curves. Yeah, beautiful skin, the long. They can hair. leave the attitude at home, though. Huh? They can leave the attitude at home. No doubt, but that's that's for black women too. Like it's it's no doubt, and that's why those cultures are the same. They right. mix. It, they might do it a different way, but it's the same shit. It's the same concept. Yeah, no, we've talked about how our, yeah. our women, yeah, get our women are the same. Bro. They both handle They're the same. The same way. Same so, way. Um. Yeah, man, I, I I love Hispanic women. I I cannot. Relate in terms of just not having them, um, as yeah, a preference. I've dated Hispanic women for sure. Don't no, get no me doubt. wrong. Like I told you, like, my yeah. first love was Hispanic. No doubt. Um, and then I've had other Hispanics as well, but uh, I don't want to say they didn't cut it for me because the reason why they didn't work out it was for different circumstances. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I mean that was just pretty much it. Like it, they. Black women just became a preference for me, and then I've for a while I've always been told like you're gonna end up with a black woman. No doubt. And then when I got married, my friend she was like, "I told you, <laughs> you're yeah. gonna be with a black woman." I, um, I yeah. I couldn't see my life without a Hispanic woman. It's and like when I you say that, I feel kind of nice little red bone. Huh? You probably just need a little nice red bone. Which is awkward because I've had a light skin girl before. You know what I'm saying? I, I've dipped a little <laughs> bit too. You know what I'm saying? I had my fair share mixes. Um. But still, I still ran back to Hispanic girls. It yeah. Was, and um, Kay is no different. She fitted. She fit the mold of what I liked. You know what I'm saying? She gave your boy a time of day. No doubt. And I nice took save. full advantage. Nice you know save. <laughs> I took full advantage. So, yeah. I um. And the thought of having mixed babies, that's another thing. Yeah. Like I see your I see a little beautiful daughter. Thank you. And I'm like, I need that in my life. You know no what I'm saying? It just it just gives me more affirmation of like I want a mixed baby. Cause I I, I see um 
you know, different children. I'm like, that, that's going to be me. Right. That's going to be no, me. No, and honestly, the, the, the cure or the ending of racism is going to be the mixture of races oh, and mixers. cultures. Yep. Because at that point, you know, you can't really say cracker because it's like everybody's going to be white. No or some part white. Or, you know, you can't, you can't say um, wet back or anything because at some point somebody's going to be Hispanic. No doubt. You know, so. No doubt. Um, it'll just be that. Um, but that that that's my story of of where my Hispanic and it becomes challenging from. because it's like you already have, um, like for example, my situation raising kids, okay, right, and living in a household together. Yeah, um, Hispanics are raised to do things a certain way, and you know, yep. uh, black people are raised to do a certain thing sure. another way. So there's always that like constant battle about how how to do things and and stuff like that, and it has to do a lot with how you were brought up yeah you know but and it's not necessarily you know uh well no yeah i mean it has to it is that it is the fact that you know different cultures and and how you were brought up in that sense um like i mean for us it was more like stay-at-home moms clean on a day-to-day basis i love that about hispanic people I I don't mean to cut you off, but I love that about Hispanic people. Like the moms and how not to say like, you know, black moms don't do everything they can for for their children because they do. But Hispanic women do it in a different way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole staying at home, like you said, and and clean it up and being there for their uh being there for their children, it's just, it's a different way of, of going about it and raising their children. But the cleaning aspect, not to say black people aren't clean, is just it's a different type of different type of way for, right. for Hispanics, man. Which I can appreciate because I'm I ain't gonna say I'm the most cleanliest guy, but my girl is, and so it's one of those situations where. Even then, I feel like it's just mainly women though that are more clean from the Hispanic it, side. Exactly, in general, just yeah. in general, women in general, but. I, I feel like just from being able to see it, because I I've been with the Mexican girl and then yeah, just how her mom raised them, she's yep. the same way, super clean freak, you know what I'm saying? I I, I just love that little aspect of Hispanic women that they yeah. bring to the table, you know what I'm saying? So it's very it's very futile and very like kind of like why you care about that, but like it's important, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No doubt, it's yeah. important to have a woman that like. She takes it serious when it comes to cleaning. You feel me? Like, yeah. It's like you getting your ass beat, you know, if you f- move or f- fuck up every, anything that they've take their time to clean. You feel me? And that and that's how I feel like how w- Mexican women are. Right. They take it seriously. My bad. I cut you. No, no, no. You're yeah. good. I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Yeah. Um. Like I said, like I said, going back to what I was trying to say earlier yeah. is. Uh, we're we're talking about racism. Yeah. Not okay. No, that's not what we're talking about. Race. We're talking about just race. Race in general. We're talking about race in general. Um, earlier, uh, I saw a video. Of. I uh, saw a video and I showed him the video. <laughs> to clarify. Uh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. If you wanna go that far. Um, it's just fact. Right? <clears throat> there is, a reverend, named Jesse Lee Peterson. Is he a reverend? I yeah, that's what that. the rev stands for. I didn't see the rev. My bad. Oh, okay. I always pictures to the rev. I, I thought you, you read that. But see, this is why. I just said, I saw guy. the video. Alrighty, guy. Because Relax. you don't know details like Relax. that. And shit. Relax. <sighs> Sorry, man. It's his, it's his first oh, week shit. back. 
I'm gonna have to <laughs> have to readjust. Gotta 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 hear it. Jesus. Um, tells. Um, I'm not sure exactly what she is. I don't really know too much about her. Um, Brandon said that she is part of a of a VH1 show called The Love and Hip Hop. I think so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not too sure where she's yeah, from, yeah, but her yeah. name is Amara. One of those reality shows. Yeah. Her name is Amara La Negra. Yeah. Um. Basically, he's telling her that, uh, she would be a lot further in her career if she didn't identify how she identifies herself to be, which is a Afro- African Latina. Yeah. Um. You know, she speaks full, fluent Spanish. Yep. You know, it's not broken, and it's not like anything that she probably learned in high school or anything like that. It's but like, she's chocolate. But yeah, like, but chocolate, she's a chocolate beautiful woman. Chocolate. Um, I'm gonna play the clip for you guys, and um, just pay attention more on on, on what he's saying because he's, he's very aggressive in the way he speaks. But just look, listen to the message. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Don't really focus on her. She's not yeah. really saying anything. Um, what an American woman look like? Like me? No, but there's no such thing as an African American woman. They okay. made that up. Okay, they so we're all Americans. Africans. They're American. They were born okay. here. They're American, but they're dumb. And so they're calling themselves African-Americans because they don't think for themselves. You don't even look like them. Why would you want to attach that to your name? You know, you are very special. Do much better and sooner if you didn't have the Afro-Latina. No, 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 no. I will always be Afro-Latina, and that's why I'm an activist. I love my melanin. I love my background. I love my race. But don't put the Afro stuff. You hurt yourself. Never. Believe me. Oh, okay. Because they are never going to accept you. Oh, well, then I have another option but to. See, I'm breaking barriers and it's working. If you just be you. I you am go, me. But don't do the Afro thing because blacks only get in these positions because of their color, not because they're qualified. Oh, okay. They get into like, you're not qualified to be here now? Yeah, because I'm not Burn. into the Afro thing. Oh, what is the Afro? So, yeah. Um, that's kind of his thought on it. Um, I think I just want to start off by saying that, in my opinion, when you put any type of ethnicity before, like, like let's not even go with, with hers saying she's Af- African-Latina, but let's just say American, right? A lot of people say, I'm African-American, I'm Mexican-American, I'm Asian-American, or whatever the case may be. European-American. Um, well, we don't really ever hear that. Fair enough. Um. I'm gonna say it though. <laughs> um, I think that's that's a patriotic thing. You know, it's not. It's not ethnically putting yourself in any position. At all. The American aspect. No, anything in general. Like, African doesn't put you in any ethnicity. Um, Mexican doesn't put you in any ethnicity. Asian doesn't do that. It's all, well, Asian's a little different because they're more talking about continent-wise. When you get down to the nitty-gritty, like, saying Mexican or African-American, um, I think at that point it's more a patriotic thing, and it's not something that you should label yourself as. The label, I think, comes from your skin. Okay. You know, just cause, because I think it's, I don't know, I think it's better to generalize it that way than it is to, to put that in front of it. Because when you're saying American, it's like, it's because it's America, right? So it's no, like, the, yeah. therefore, it, it's United a patriotic States, yeah. statement. It's not necessarily 
ethnic because you know i i can't say that i'm i don't know i don't know it it, it it's a weird it's a weird topic it's like a can i see what you're, i see what you're coming i see where you're coming from but I just don't. don't it, it just. It, there's no way I could. I could sit here and say that you ethnically, just, I'm Mex. I'm Mexican American. Because okay. that's like a heritage thing. That that's. And sidebar, this is our opinion. We might just be some dumbasses that don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But this is our opinion. Uh, but going back into it, it's just I don't. I don't agree with what he's saying as far as. That. People who put who label themselves that way in front that are stupid. I do appreciate the fact that she mentioned that she's breaking barriers, which she completely is. Okay. Um, but I also feel like those barriers have been already been broken, per se. You know the type of industry that that it seems that she's in, which would be the entertainment industry. Yeah. I mean, it's it's predominantly, you know, black people. To a certain degree. Right. Well, maybe maybe the face of it, I should say. Okay. You know, because behind fair. the scenes, you're right. Maybe yeah. it, it might be a little diversified. Um, but yeah, I just I f- I feel like it should be more color based rather than than that. Yeah. For what I got from it was he's trying to say that. Which we thought we talked about a little bit in the beginning is that putting African, like for example, African American. I consider myself African American, but I'm only a descendant of Africa. Right. I'm American. I was born on American soil. I'm an American. If, 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 does that make sense to you? No, 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 it does. And so, I hear him when he says that. Yeah. That, you know, you should just be American. You, just, you should just be American. Which, in a way, I think he's right. In that aspect, I it, he comes off very harsh. He doesn't, you know, he ain't soft with his words. But the, the general gist of what he's saying is we are American. We're not from Africa, per se, for black people or from Asia, if you're. Asian American, you weren't born there. You are ha- you have descendancy from there, but you are American. You were born on American soil, America. But I mean, because it's like I understand being proud of who you are and yeah, and you know, embracing your heritage definitely and stuff like that. By all means, I I I understand that part. Yeah. Um. I mean, me. I'm 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 an immigrant. Okay. You know. Um, so my ideal should definitely be a Mexican American. Got it. You know, because I was born in Mexico. Got it. And, um, but you laid a foundation in America. Yeah. I laid a foundation in America. So I think maybe I could get, get away with that with, title with labeling myself that way. Um, Fair enough. but I just, I don't, I don't feel the, the necessity to do that. Okay. I feel because already the way that I look, I'm considered Latino, Mexican, Hispanic, Got whatever it. the case may be. Got it. I don't feel like I need to have that affirmation towards anybody. You know, I mean, if I've came to this country, you know, with looking to be, live the American dream, yeah. I should just be. I an should American. be American. 
Fair enough. You know? Um, and, and that's, again, what I'm saying. It's like, it's it's a patriotic statement. It's not necessarily how you should label yourself because I don't think that's a label, to be honest. You don't think? Like, saying that I'm, I'm Mexican-American, I don't think that's a label. That's just stating two things, that I'm... My heritage is Mexican, and and maybe my nationality is American. Yeah, you know, but that doesn't doesn't give me a label. Okay. Or a way to identify. If that makes sense. No, I get you say. Um. But then again, too, you know, it, it comes down into. Um some opportunities that are given to people because you are different. Yeah. You know, I, I definitely do see how she can be advancing a little bit better in the sense of, um, that Latina side. Yeah. Even though she is, you know, chocolate, she got that melanin, you know what I'm saying? And, and see, the thing is about it too. It's like, so they go into like this whole, like equal opportunity bullshit. Right. Got it. Um, realistically, it shouldn't even be like that. Okay. You know, because I feel like if we're gonna if we're gonna put labels on everybody, yeah, then yeah, white people should just start referring themselves to European descendants, European Americans, yeah. You know, um, and, and again, the typical Armenian, right? Um, the only people that have the right to just be Americans, Native Americans, should be Native Americans, Indians, and they shouldn't even have to say Native Americans. No doubt. They should say we're we're the we're the original Americans. Facts. You know what I mean? Um but no, it's not it's not that way. Yeah. So what bothers me that, that I was having this conversation earlier with, with Kelly was that um why is there a need to to have those type of questions and applications? Yeah. And you even see like in like student testing, like you'll they'll break it down, are you white? Are you Mexican or of Hispanic descendancy, African American, Asian or Pacific Islander. Yeah. And it's like like what is the all, purpose in yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I mean I get it. Like I said, the whole companies are now being um what is the word? Um not penalized. I guess it might be penalized to make sure that they're they're hiring a certain percentage of different ethnicities within Diverse. the company. Um but even though like I feel like name alone should be enough. You know, I'm an American at the end of the day, like just like you are. No, for sure. And and one thing that I brought up earlier in the conversation was that I get it. Sometimes, like for example, your name, right? You're I don't want to put your whole government name out there, but yeah. it, but if I read on a piece of paper, I'm think you're white. I you do know? have a very uh, Caucasian esque name. Um, Fair enough. European American name. So I feel like there could be some interchangeables. Where like, okay, well, we really should need to know um, what. What ethnicity you are, because mm-hmm. we can't tell. Yeah. But if you see a Juan Hernandez applying for your facility, <laughs> your job, come on, man. Self-explanatory. Ninety-eight you know percent of the time, it's gonna be Latino. Yeah. You know, I know, I know. For example, your your dad's name is Carlos. Carlos, facts. You know, so that yeah, that's one in the few, which is part of the two percent that I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, but ninety-eight percent of the time, it's gonna be some type of Hispanic. I'm not gonna say Mexican. Because yeah. even then, in the questionnaire, they don't ask for, for, for Mexican. They ask for Hispanic, Latino, whatever yeah, the case may yeah. be. 
I mean, and and, and then if you see a Queen Young John or whatever, <laughs> like he, you go know that yeah. he's not black, he's not Hispanic, and he's definitely yeah, not white. No doubt. You know, but again, it, it's these little things that continue to divide us as people. Yeah. And we should, if we're gonna be labeled, we're all just gonna be Americans. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. Say, and I, I have a hard time with this, man. Um. I don't want to get too political with it, and you know, but just the just how the European Americans and white people in our country they 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 totally embrace the whole America, I'm American, this this and that, and then they quick to tell somebody like like a black person like you don't like our country, go back to Africa, and it's like motherfucker, if you can go back to Europe, you know what I'm saying, like. Right. As much as you say, my country, this not your country. Like yeah. we said in the beginning, like the only American, true Americans are the Indians. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, those are the people who were originally here. They got pushed out of their, their uh of their land. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um but it's just stuff like that that just bothers me. You I think I, mean? I think too, it, it it sucks that that people forget where they come from. I mean Yeah. Just recently I had an issue with a campaign that was ran on I think it was on Instagram um <clears throat> about Mexican Americans okay being for the wall for Trump's wall oh okay for sure um and that bothered me because everything that they were saying not that not, not that there was anything wrong with what they're saying yeah it's just the fact that they they portray to believe what they're saying and and forget where they come from and you have to understand too it like had it not been for settlers There'd be no white people here. No doubt. Had it not been for slave grandparents, for slave trade, there wouldn't be no black. There'd people be no here. black people here. Had it not been for Africans, for Juan, to hop over the wall or like just cross the border. Yeah. There'd be no Mexicans. Yeah. Or yeah, we'll just go with that. We'll yeah. just say Mexicans. Um. Therefore, there'd be no you. There wouldn't be no you. Yeah. So for you to sit here and and support something. That is meant to keep you out. Yeah, as a blockade. It's kind of absurd to me, and it's not. It's not about. I don't want to make it seem like I'm against Donald Trump or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that he does that I don't agree with, and it has nothing to do with immigration things. Okay. There's other things that he just yeah, does that I don't agree general. with. <clears throat> and I think I've expressed this before. You know, actually, when he was running for office. In the type of industry that I actually, my actual job is of, I was, I was really interested in, in what kind of plan he had for, for jobs coming up. Cause I'm a salesman. Got it. You know, the more opportunity there is here, the more jobs there are, the more places I can go and sell. Yeah. So I was definitely interested in kind of seeing this plan on that end. Yeah. So I don't want to take this, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way to where like, Oh, I'm fucking anti-Trump because I'm not, or even not anti-white people or something. Yeah, like that. No. It's just it's certain certain situations, and it's like it could be aggravating. Yeah, I mean, like I said, my own people talking about, um, talking about how they just don't don't agree with certain immigration laws, um, and it could be directly affecting them. Like their parents are immigrants, right? And it's like what? Yeah, there's some there's some there's some people that even now and today they still might not have paper, legal papers. Yeah, to where that stuff can affect them. Exactly, and for and you to like, that, but how are you against like separating families? 
I mean, awesome. you know what? That's just a topic. For that's a whole other topic. I was gonna say, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna hit that. Yeah, I don't, I'm not. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> let's, 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 let's not push that boundary. You know what I'm saying? We can uh, get there. We can break that topic. Sure. But, um, yeah, man. I think we should just stop dividing that. And yeah. And I, like I said, I agree with what he was saying up to a certain point. Like, you should just be American, and that's the only thing I agree with with everything yeah. that he said. I don't think yep. just because. You know, you put uh, whatever country you're from mm-hmm. or your uh, descendancy is from, yep. that it makes you anything less of a person. Facts. Um, if you, you're qualified and you have the background to fit what they're looking for at that job, right? you should have every equal opportunity to get for that sure. job. Exactly. Um, so, in other words, fuck that guy. Um. His ideas are, are just as twisted as, any, as anybody that can be against their own people. Yeah. You know, like, and that's one thing, too. It's like, we need to unite for everybody's cause. Yeah. You know, not just not just your own people's cause. It's everybody's cause. Everybody's cause, man. Um, that's why we're breaking these boundaries. And we out here dating these. I'm dating Hispanic. He's dating a black, you know, black mixed girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got to start somewhere. No doubt. You know? So we being a change. No doubt. You feel we're me? changing one one <laughs> one stroke at a time. One stroke at a time. <laughs> one mixed baby at a time. One mixed baby at a time. Yeah. Um. Well, like I said, I, I think that was uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, conversation that we had. No, definitely, man. Um, glad to be back. Yeah, glad to have you back, man. For sure. Fuck the flu. Um, quick thing too, just wanna wanna thank you guys again. For the support that we've been having, man, it's been awesome over these last three episodes, um, and and thank you for those two that have been actually uh, help us promote definitely our podcast. Um, Your video game homie, yeah, yeah. Uh, quick shout out to James. Um, he's one of my good friends at my other job from Nike. Him and I, uh, we've known each other for I think it's like four years now. Um, he's he's uh, he's a Pod, not not a podcast, but he's a game streamer. On Twitch, right? On Twitch, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm actually trying to find his account right now. There we go. Um, where is his account? But he's been uh he's been supportive. And that's awesome, know, man. From Any, anything helps. Yep. From the very beginning that I told him about this, um, he's been he's been on it. He's been helping us out. Uh, promoting on his on his stuff uh so if you like games and you know he also has like um quick sessions when he has conversations with with his viewers oh cool prior to, to gaming and stuff yeah, yeah. um if you want to join in and tune in and stuff like that and help him out support um, him as well man for sure yeah for sure he's, he's know, a good guy family man awesome um unfortunately he fell ill oh um i forgot what he told me he has but it's not curable at this moment Oh, damn, so basically, he it's not it's not I don't think it's life threatening, but it's just it limits him to what he can do. So this is kind of like his only like uh, means oh, of, of, of you know providing for family. Got it. So if you tune in, uh, please help him out. Yeah, uh, he's a good guy. You know, and, um, his uh, Twitch account is Beast Beard TV. That'll be on Twitch. Um, I think he gets on just about every night. Nice. Um, so like I said, take the time. Listen to him. Check it out. Um, and then again, too, uh, my boy, Isaiah. 
Um, you know, he's been he's been real active on on his social media, promoting us and helping us out. Be there. Yep. Uh, which, by the way, we'll have him soon on the podcast. Uh, we're looking to possibly put him in towards the end of the of the season. Um, him sure. and, and his cousin, too. So we'll we'll get that going. And uh, again, guys, just please be more active with us on Twitter. We uh, need. We yeah. want to be able to read your comments and and share. The um, this episode definitely was a little more inspired by you guys for sure and being active on it. Uh, we just need to hear your, hear your comments. Let us know what else you want to talk about. And if anything that we said you didn't agree with or you might have your own personal interracial experiences that you want to share with us. Let us know, man. Let us know, man. I mean, we can. This is this is for you guys as well. You know, um, I, I, I know that our last episode we talked about. Uh, uh, about the the male view. Yeah. Of, of pregnancy. Of pregnancy. Dude, that was an awesome like episode. Shout out to Carlos. Um, yeah. Thanks, Carlos, again for coming. That was great. Sure. Um, I had a, I had one of my friends, Chris Cino. Cino, you know, he, he he didn't he didn't know exactly what it was like to to be in those kind of situations and Definitely. and the fact that um, that he kind of felt a little bit more I'm not prepared, but just more more up up front with with the topic and I guess what to I learned expect. a lot just from listening to it. I learned a lot. Yeah. So I took a. Yeah, so I mean, like, this is stuff for you guys. Like I said, we're not giving you advice, but I mean, there's some stuff in here that that might open some eyes. Different perspective. Hopefully, we did that this episode as well. Um, and yeah, man, just subscribe to the channel, um, or to the podcast. I'm sorry, we're not YouTubing yet. Not yet. Um, and again, thank you for the support, guys. Yes, um, sir, appreciate you. Oh, yeah, B, you already know, man. Uh, thank you for for your dedication to be here. Yes, sir. Thank you, got sir. to, got to, and uh, catch you guys next week. <laughs>